Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Live Living It by Design Lounge podcast series where we talk about all things health and relationships. My name is Jeanette Schaub. I'm your host and certified health and life coach. And this is part three to my three-part December planning series. And so thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you listened to part one and part two and that you got some tips and some steps to help you kind of change our perspective about how we end a new end a year and head into a new year and the, so how we can alleviate some of the stress and anxiety and feeling of fail failure um, that we experience sometimes as we're as December 31st rolls around right um, and I know we're in the middle of December, so we only have limited time here. So again, this is not to give you more anxiety and stress. It's really just to give you some clarity, perspective, some ideas, some things to think about that could potentially shift, help shift your mindset before you start a brand new year. And take away some of that feeling of, you know, I'm playing from behind or I didn't get anything done or, you know, I ran out of time. Some of that stuff that we start to beat ourselves up about, especially in December when we're, you know, all of a sudden we turn around and we all say, you know, oh my gosh, like everybody I've talked to in the last couple of weeks, we're all saying the same thing. Where did the time go? I can't believe it's December. Oh my gosh, January's right around the corner. I have so many things to do. And then we just start beating ourselves up about it. Um, I want to help you shift that. So, so, so far we've talked about, you know, in uh, part one, we talked about starting with the positive and really acknowledging all the things that we did well, all the things we just did. We were busy. It might not have felt like you got anything done this year, but we all know how fast a year goes by. So I promise you, you did get things done and I want you to high five yourself, pat yourself on the back, add a boy, add a girl, you know, and just really acknowledge that you did get stuff done. So let's start there. And then we went into you know, kind of that list, that that running list of things that we revisit and we try to check as many things off as possible. And we modified that. We let go of some things. We reprioritized in part one and we let go. And then in part two, we talked about clearing clutter in the five areas of our life. Maybe not in all five, but maybe one of the five resonated with you, but it was your physical space, a closet, a room, a drawer, garage, you know, your office. It was clutter in your mind, negative and limiting beliefs. It could be clearing the clutter on your calendar, <clears throat> honoring your yes and your no's and commitments or overcommitting perhaps. Um, it can be clutter in the mind. So, you know, guilt, shame, Oh, I think I mentioned clutter of the mind. Sorry. Um, but I didn't mention, you know, guilt, shame, judgment. Things we hold on to that we could set free that are really just playing on a loop in our minds. It could be, I like to separate clearing clutter in the kitchen because I think the kitchen is so significant and especially with a lot of people still working from home. 
And depending on what your health goals are, I think, you know, I like to tie in mind, body, and soul all together. They're all interconnected. And so clearing clutter in the kitchen is really its own separate space. Um, And so is it that area that needs some work for you? It could be the pantry, fridge, a one shelf, a drawer. It could be anything in that space that's, that's creating clutter for you. And then clutter in our relationships. And if you have a relationship that you feel a certain way about, I don't think I really need to elaborate on that topic. Um, Just ask yourself, is it quote unquote clutter? For lack of a better word, of course, it's not a very glamorous word, but the point is, is it toxic? Does it make you feel a certain way? Is it, is it not bring you joy or not reciprocal or, you know, um, something's not working there. Maybe there's clutter in that area. And so clearing clutter is a really important piece of, you know, shifting our mindset. And so today <clears throat> I kind of want to talk, part three is really like, it's not an, I, I know I said in part two that we were going to kind of next step um, in part three, but really part three is elaborating a little more on checking in with you in general, yourself. On part one, I asked you on a scale of one to 10, how you felt about the current year with respect to what you accomplished or goals that you set. Meaning, are you in that category of feeling like, I don't know where the year went and I didn't get enough done or I didn't do all these things or whatever. So I feel like I'm under a five or you know, did you get a lot done and you feel pretty good about everything you accomplished? You know, maybe you're an eight to a 10, but I want you now to, so that was about kind of the tasks themselves. I want you to check in today with just how you're feeling overall about your, you know, how you feel, your stress level, self-care, And I think self-care is so important that in order to shift our perspective, I really want to go a little deeper on uh, our thoughts and beliefs as we end the year, because that's really key. So parts one and two, again, were, were process and kind of steps and things we can do. And we did do some check-ins, but part three today, I really want to talk about your mindset. Are you in a good place? Was it an overwhelming year? Are you taking on the stress, other stresses, you know, in your life in the month of December? Like, what does that look like and feel like? What right now are you telling yourself that might have nothing to do with a list of things to get done or not get done? What other beliefs are you feeling that could impact how you feel about the start of a new year. Does that make sense? 
I hope that makes sense. I want to uncover, I want to, I want to do some unpacking here, if you will. I want to unpack some beliefs. Right now, if you have a pen and paper handy, I would like you to write down current beliefs that you have. So parts one and two, again, gave you some tasks to do, some steps to take, some things to think about and revisit. Today, I want to unpack you a little bit. I want to, so for part three, I really want to unpack some beliefs that may or may not, again, have anything to do with what we did in part one and part two, but just as important, if not more important, to shift that mindset before the start of a new year. So if you have a pen and paper handy, I'd like you to write down all your limiting beliefs. And limiting beliefs are just that. They are beliefs that somewhere along our journey, we have told ourselves and found evidence to support that they are true. But they're not really true. They just limit us in some way. So our beliefs create our experiences. Our experiences support our beliefs. You've heard me say that before, I'm sure. Um, But it's really very true. If I believe that I am, you know, if I'm, if I believe that I am a horrible friend, then, you know, the minute somebody doesn't respond to a text message, that's my evidence to support that belief. That's probably a really crappy example, but hopefully you get the point. It's, we, fi- we will find evidence to support whatever it is that we believe to be true is another way to say that. <laughs> so hopefully you get the gist of that. We all have them. So I'd like you to write yours down. And I've done this podcast before, uh, not quite like this, but um, this topic, because it's that important, and I'll do it again. It will not be the last time I talk about this. But reframing those thoughts and beliefs are really important to create a new experience. And we want to go into a new year. I'm, well, let me back up. I'm all about going into the new year and leaving all the negativity and, uh, you know, baggage behind. I do not want to take that into a new year with me. If I can help it. So I'm just going to talk. I'd like you to write again. Don't think too hard about it. Whatever's coming up for you, what beliefs do you have today that that make you feel a certain way, that limit you in some way? Negative, disempowering, limiting. My business is going to fail. I'm not going to be good at this. I can't do it. Um, I'm not good enough. I'm going to run out of time. I can't get it done. Nobody's going to like it. I need help. Like whatever, whatever you're telling yourself to be true, just keep writing. 
So now you probably could guess what's coming next. But on the, so I should have said this in the beginning, but on the left side of that paper or any paper, you want to write those beliefs down. And on the right side or on the back, if you wrote down the middle, on the back or on the right side, what else might be true? How can we start to reframe those thoughts and beliefs that we have before we go into a new year? And I want you to take each one of those and rewrite it. Literally rewrite it. We're going to reframe those limiting beliefs and thoughts. And then I want you, and that might take longer than, than this podcast. So I'm going to, you can go back and revisit that list or keep writing as I'm talking, but I want you to write an I want statement and an I am statement. I am, and then you fill in the blank, but I want it to be something positive. I am feeling amazing. I am totally capable. I am whatever that is for you. I want you to write that down. And I want you to write down what you want for the new year. This is not formal goal setting. This is just free writing, getting some stuff out of your head and onto you know, onto paper. What do you want for the new year? Forget about the list. We already went through, you know, kind of the list and shifting our perspective on, on instead of feeling like we're behind the curve or we didn't get things done, we're, we're, we shifted that in parts one and two. We're clearing clutter. We are making space to overcome the obstacles getting in the way of doing getting things done, right? We have redone the list, we have taken some things off the list, we have let go of some things. We have honored what we did get done and celebrated that. And so again, today what do you want for the new year? Write it down. I want to eat healthy. I want to work out. I want to, you know, meet new people. I want to join a networking group. I want more joy. I want more fun. I want whatever that is. And just write. A lot of writing today, but I think this is important. We want to really get clarity around how we're feeling today and create some shifts in our thoughts and beliefs. I want you to, again, list the limiting beliefs 
or negative thoughts and reframe them into positive. So for instance, if I believe that I am an awful, you know, uh, public speaker, my reframe for that could be, I'm so excited about taking a class to be a better public speaker, or I'm excited about whatever. Um, if it is, you know, uh, I'm usually better at coming up with these on the fly, but <laughs> if it is, if my limiting belief is, you know, I'm, I'm never gonna, you know, I'm never gonna lose 10 pounds. My reframe could be, uh, or I feel unattractive. My reframe could be, I love myself the way I am today. Right, we're just gonna, and it might feel uncomfortable because maybe we just don't feel that, but we're gonna reframe those thoughts. And then I want you to do your I want statement and or your I am statement first, and then your I want. And your I want is really a long list of things that you want to see happen for the new year for yourself. So we're doing a little future pacing in part three here. And the piece that ties in parts one, parts two, and part three of this December planning to kind of shift our perspective again is asking ourselves, are the things that I'm doing and the way I'm showing up, is it aligned with who I want to be? And that's going to be the last piece of part three today. I am this. I want this. And this is what the future version of me looks like next year. It could be 30 days, 60 days, 90 days whatever, six months, but I want you to be really descriptive about what that looks like. And that's a really great vision to have as we end one year and begin anew. I want that fresh in your mind before the year ends. I want you excited about envisioning yourself in the future. But again, I want you to be really, really descriptive. Where are you? Who are you with? What are you doing? What are you wearing? What do you smell? What does it look like? All those things. What colors do you see? As descriptive as you could possibly be. We're just painting a picture. We're creating a vision for yourself. Something that gets you excited about what's ahead of you. Because we cannot undo what we did or didn't do yesterday. Some more things check off the list 
you know, um, check off some things off the list before the end of the year. We can reset expectations and goals for the new year. But the things we didn't get do, done or the, the things we didn't get to or get done, we can't fix that. We can't go back and make up, you know, the month of October, right? It's gone. So rather than let that make us feel icky, for lack of a, a better word, a formal word, a fancy word, rather than that feeling, and again, starting a year feeling behind, let's start the year acknowledging all the possibilities and everything that's ahead of us. Nothing stops and starts in January. Our lives continue. The clock keeps ticking. The calendar keeps moving, right? Time keeps moving. So breathe. I really want you to breathe and appreciate where you are in this moment. When you're listening to this podcast, when you are celebrating with your family, getting excited about the new year, have that vision of future self. And as those feelings creep up that cause you to feel anxiety, stress, overwhelm, unaccomplished, or like you failed or didn't, you know, hit the mark, when those things creep up, ask yourself if they serve the future version of you or if they serve you any longer. And they probably don't. Starting a new year with that feeling. isn't going to feel empowering and open doors to possibilities. It's just going to make us have more limiting beliefs, find evidence to support the limiting beliefs, and replay that tape. And that's what we're trying to avoid before we jump into 2022. This isn't at all what I was going to talk about today, (laughs) but I really think it's that important as I was re-looking at part one and part two, um, you know, and the steps and the process, which is, I believe, a really important piece to kind of wrapping our head around, you know, where we are, taking inventory, clearing some clutter and making space for the new I just think our mental state of mind is so important. It's critical to creating new experiences and looking ahead and moving forward. Otherwise, we stop. We shut down, you know, and that feeling just keeps lingering. And we just, we just, there's no place for it. So let's clear the path to a fresh new year. Make that list, do the work, reframe those limiting beliefs to empowering statements. Challenge yourself to find empowering, create empowering statements for those limiting beliefs. That's my challenge to you. You know I love a good challenge and I usually throw them in every episode and I don't think I did in the last two. So today my challenge to you is to Write down every single limiting negative belief you have and come up with a reframe 
an empowering, positive statement. Declare, I am, you fill in the blank, and write down the future version of you, what, it, what you look like, what you're doing, where you are, in as much detail as possible. And now let's start shifting our focus and our perspective and our attention to what lies ahead and get excited about it versus where we were and what didn't happen. You can do this. I know it's a lot. Again, <laughs> I know you're all saying, we're in the middle of December. Are you crazy? I've got Christmas shopping and family. and But this can be fun. December is already a stressful month. We have, we do have commitments, even with, you know, things have opened up. So people are going to Christmas parties. We have family commitments, Christmas shopping, you know, there could be weather depending on where you are. I know it's raining here this week, which put a damper on me wanting to go do anything. Um, and I'm also behind the curve on my Christmas shopping, but I am giving myself permission to just do what I can to take it one day at a time, to breathe, to give myself some timelines and some accountability for when I will get certain things done between now and the end of the year, and also give myself permission, knowing that nothing bad happens if I don't complete that list by December 31st. Give yourself a pass. Give yourself permission. Enjoy the time with your family. Enjoy the holidays, no matter what they look like. And I know they still look different for many people. Be kind to yourself. And definitely make time for self-care. If there's nothing else that helped you in the last three, you know, in, the, in this three-part series, let me just add then, take care of you, especially this month, so that going into the new year, you can do so from a place of positivity and empowerment. Our self-care is so critical to our well-being. That's, again, another whole topic. But it really is. So please take care of you. I hope that you enjoyed these three parts. I hope that you got something out of it, some little nugget or tidbit, something that gets you excited about ending one year and starting fresh with another. And I look forward to seeing you back in the lounge. In the meantime, please, always happy to um, chat with you about anything. So you can reach me at Jeanette at livingitbydesign.com or on the website. And I look forward to seeing you back in the lounge.